Every day, over 350,000 new variations of malware hit the web. And while most organizations have attempted to mitigate these attacks, many antivirus and firewall technologies that worked in the past are no longer effective. Rocket IT helps you identify and update outdated technologies and processes that put your business at risk. To learn more about how Rocket IT can help protect your organization, click the link in this episode's description. Hi, everyone, and welcome back to another episode of Thrive, y'all. I'm your host, Jessica Clayton, and I'm the marketing coordinator here at Rocket IT. Today, I have Taylor Anderson here with me. Taylor, thank you so much for joining us. Happy to be here. Thanks, Jessica. You are welcome. So Taylor has 18 years of experience in the civil engineering field, and he is the owner and president of his own company called Blue Landworks. He is also involved in the city government with the city of Sugar Hill. Taylor, could you please talk to us a little bit about your role? I know that you are a city council member, but through my research, I kind of saw that you're maybe the pro tempo mayor at this point. So could you please tell me about, you know, what you do on a daily basis, how you got started and pretty much what your experience has been? Sure. Yeah, I'm currently serve as mayor pro tem, which is essentially like vice mayor of the city of Sugar Hill. I've been on council now for almost four years, and I actually got started on our downtown development authority probably about nine years ago now. And I was asked to join the the DDA because of my background in civil engineering and land development and my understanding of that of that side of, of what happens in building that part of downtown. At that time, Sugar Hill was not much to, to come down to in downtown. There was the uh, old city hall. We had a school. It was the by school. It was about at about 30 to 40 percent capacity at the time. And other than that, there was really nothing here in downtown and the the mayor and city manager had been working on acquiring parcels in downtown we got a new mayor and a new city manager and they decided to uh, to start investing in downtown by building the new infrastructure that's part of the city of sugar hill now and specifically the east center which is the main portion of the main building that you see when you drive down west broad street and so after serving as chairman of the Downtown Development Authority through some of that growth, an open position came on city council and I ran and, and joined city council in 2017. And earlier this year, the the council had appointed me to mayor pro tem, which is basically in the absence of the mayor, I would run a meeting when he's not there. So, and that actually happened last night. So that was uh, uh, first time running that, uh, running the meeting. Mayor Edwards does a great job for us. He's been a visionary leader that has led to some of the best growth that we've seen in Sugar Hill, some very forward thinking and very much the type of, of smart growth that I think that that the future of our communities need to see, which is community-based, very much focused on walkable and community-driven development that brings us together. 
Very nice. And so in your role as a city council member, I know you said that you served on the downtown development authority. Do you still have interaction with that unit or do you pretty much concentrate on other initiatives? Yeah, I mean, we still still have interaction. The, the DDA is is an integral part of the vision of implementing the vision of city council and uh, of the community. So, yeah, we very much are interacting with the DDA on a regular basis. And Brandon Hembry, who is a fellow council member, actually serves as our liaison to the DDA. And so he attends all the DDA meetings and then brings important information of the back to the council if we need to give them direction or if they have information to share with us or however, however that sort of interaction needs to, to work. But it's still very much involved, especially since our priority has been on building our downtown out over the last several years. Has the pandemic impacted any of that upward growth, especially around that East Center and that downtown area that you talked about? Oh, certainly. I think the thing that probably was the most impactful is the fact that we are very, very heavily based in in doing events in and around our downtown. Our downtown is programmed well, I would say 75% of the days out there, we have some sort of programming in our downtown going on. And certainly last this time last year, it was very, very quiet downtown. My company, Blue Landworks, is located in downtown Sugar Hill. I figure we need to participate in, and when we talk about being community-based, the, the one thing that I could do is bring my company and employees to downtown to begin that building of our community around downtown. And... This time last year, of course, when as events were being canceled, downtown was very quiet, very, very quiet. And that's obviously not something that we want. We want community happening in and around our downtown. And that's what was happening prior to the pandemic. And the good news is, as as the vaccine rolls out, as the cases drop, we're seeing a, a big time pushback into our events in downtown. So we've got a very full calendar coming up. Uh, both city events and private events. Our our facilities are rented probably more often and utilized by private events than, than city programmed events. So the bowl, the theater, our city facilities here in the East Center, all are available to be rented by the community and used by the community. Obviously, we want to encourage that. And then, of course, we program it as well with concerts and theater events and movies and things like that, too. There's always a lot going on in downtown. Very good. And so what would you like your Sugar Hill residents to know about how the city is working hard to build those partnerships and support for that mainstream movement, Main Street movement? Yeah, that's that's something that what we wanted to do is bring that focal point of the community into into the downtown. And so we're always partnering with various organizations to, to do events in downtown. We have, we have several churches that do events downtown. We have our Sugar Hill Players Guild who runs in the theater, in the Eagle Theater in downtown. They're the ones that put on the plays and and the shows that we have uh, four of those a year that they do. We have partnerships with, I, I mean, this, the number of organizations that, the Ma- George's Main Street program is also, we're also partners with them. They help to, to, to make sure that our planning is, is successful. And, and then, of course, anybody that's looking for ways to 
enhance our downtown. For example, the Broadstone, which is a mixed-use development, was a public-private partnership where the city sold the property. It was the former bike school that I mentioned that was about at 30 to 40% occupancy. The city acquired that property from the, from the Board of Education, also another partner there. And then we turned around and, and sold that property to Broadstone to develop the mixed-use development that's now allowing people to live and play and work in downtown. So it's a, it's, it, partnerships are the, the key ingredient in making, making those projects successful. Nice. And with those partnerships, to kind of tell the residents what area is for what, like that zoning, do, what was the thought process behind coming up with your interactive development map? That's something that, yeah, so, well, first off, we do a lot of planning here at the city. So um, on our on our website, you'll be able to find all of our planning documents, our downtown master plan. We use those at the, our unified plan for our city. Those are the guiding documents behind the decision-making and the policy-making that staff and council utilize to decide whether something moves forward with rezoning, for example, or whether a project in downtown is the appropriate project. And the reason that's so important is that because those plans are developed through the community and through public feedback. And our our city staff works very hard to interact with the community. They're creative. Our planning director, we our, our big festival is Sugar Rush that happens in October. Our planning director and staff have sat out there when we were doing our downtown master plan update and just ask residents as they came by, you know, here's, here's what we're thinking. Tell us your feedback. And so those are the kinds of ways that we interact and get community engagement and community feedback so that our plans reflect the needs, wants, and desires of our community, which is what it should be. Mm-hmm. The interactive development map that you're talking about is a really cool map and it's a it's a great way to communicate with the community about what's going on. Because one of the questions that I get most often is what's being built there. And because everybody's always interested in, in that part and that aspect of what's going on in their community. And so the interactive development was developed by our staff to help answer that question in a very thorough manner, because a lot of times we, you know, some, many of the projects in our city aren't actually inside the city limits just because we have a very, strange city limits map. If you ever look at it, it looks like a paint splatter. It looks like somebody threw paint on the wall. So it can be very confusing as to what's in the city and what's out of the city. And so the interactive development map is a way to help bring bring all those projects under one map so that people can understand, see what's being built in their community, whether it's in the city or it's in the county. So that interactive development map actually covers, I call greater Sugar Hill. So if it's if it's in the city, it's on there. If it's close to the city, it's also on there. And it shows the plans, whatever has been approved for that, whatever's going on there, whether it's a, a rezoning request, a variance request, an annexation request. That way, it's just a, a more transparent way of, of seeing what's going on in your community and utilizing technology to, to tell that story. Nice. Okay. And then one other thing. So let's kind of switch gears here from the city of of Sugar Hill to more so your your company. I see that you're you're a registered professional engineer in four different states. Can you just talk about kind of what made you drive to get certified in, you know, not just Georgia, but also South Carolina, North Carolina, and Texas? 
Yeah. So we're Blue Landworks is is a civil engineering land surveying company located in downtown Sugar Hill. We primarily serve private industry. We do have some public partnerships, mostly with community improvement districts to help build sidewalks through and, and connect a lot of the, the the gaps that we have in our in our county. The CIDs do a great job of of making those connections, and so we're. That's always an exciting project when uh, they call us to help build new sidewalks in a place that doesn't have them, because that means that we're connecting, connecting some of those communities that through walkable, uh, through ability for their residents to get around via foot. So that's always a, a wonderful project. But being a, a licensed professional engineer is required for the type of work we do, because that's a requirement of the regulatory process that we have to provide our stamp, put our stamp of uh, approval on those plans that we reviewed them, designed them, and that they are in conformance with the, the rules and regulations of, of whatever it is that we're designing. And really, my my getting licensed in other states was just a necessity of, of our clients. If, if our clients say we're going to North Carolina or South Carolina, or in one one case, it was in Texas, it was important to get, obviously get licensed there as that's a requirement in order to stamp and and get plans approved. Makes sense. Got to do it for your customers. I that's know. Right. Whatever yes. it is, that's right. Customer is always right. That's right. Well, all righty, Taylor. I think we covered a lot of ground here. Is there anything else you would like the listeners to know, maybe about the city of Sugar Hill or even your your Blue Landworks company? Well, I mean, we have a very, very busy fall calendar in particular coming up. So I would encourage you to follow the city's social media presence on Facebook, Instagram, even our city website. You can subscribe to newsletters on there. That is a great way to get informed about what is happening in the community, the events that are coming up. There is literally something for everyone, whether you like music or you want to come and listen to just just a, a concert or a, a hang out at the Splash Park. We have just a, an incredible uh, number of events going on in in our downtown. One of the things that was a priority of council was making Sugar Hill what we call an age-in-place community, meaning that you can be born here and all the way up until you're a senior citizen, we want Sugar Hill to be your home and feel like it is your home for your entire life. And that's why you're seeing a wide variety of housing types coming particularly into the downtown area because as as we get older walking is a is not only good for your health but it also keeps you engaged in the community so we have a a senior assisted living project coming in right in downtown and that that those those types of projects those types of events that's what um, that's what's really the great thing that I I love most about our community is that we are trying to make it a place where regardless of your age and regardless of where you are in your life, that uh, Sugar Hill can be your home. All right. That is wonderful. Well, I think that wraps up another episode of Thrive, y'all. We're going to make sure that we include links to all of the wonderful resources Taylor shared today. And we will see you on a next episode. Thank you. Have a good day. Thank you.